For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Welcome in, everybody, to a new episode of 410 Sports Talk. I'm Glenn Martin here with my co-host, James Haskell, and, of course, DK in the background. This episode, we're going to discuss the intro. We're going to react to the introductory press conference of new defensive coordinator, Zachary Orr. Uh, but first and foremost, Jimbo, how you doing tonight, sir? I'm doing good, man. I'm looking forward to talking about one Zach Orr, familiar face here in Baltimore, yep. and cannot wait. What yes, about you? Sir. Yeah, I mean, look, it was pretty cool to see a guy who's so much younger than me being named to that position. I mean, it's just what a story for that guy going from undrafted to all pro to retired medically mm. to in the coaching staff. And then he quickly, I mean, flew up the ranks and cer certainly got to credit the guy. I mean, there's no way John Harbaugh is going to reward a guy that quickly at 31 years of age unless that guy's absolutely earned it. So I'm sure he's worked his ass off. Uh, put in the hours because we know these coaches certainly do. But I want to start by talking about his press conference today because, of course, every coach gets an introductory press conference, and Zach Orr's was today. And the first thing you got to notice, Jimbo, the first thing, and look, we got a lot to talk about with this presser in the sense we got a lot of good. Uh, we got some insight from him. Mm -hmm. some, we learned mm -hmm. some things. But I couldn't help but get past the initial – Thing I noticed because when the video starts, it almost feels as if because I didn't catch it live. I caught it after it was done uh, in the evening, and it almost felt like I was like, "Did it start in the middle of it?" Like I, I kept trying to see if I had to restart the video. Like I missed a part because it's a tight <laughs> shot of just Zach. There's no one to his left. There's no one to his right. At least not on camera. At least no no one who speaks. And I couldn't help but be surprised that. Zach was alone in his pre in his introductory press conference. There was no Odd. head coach next to him like we were used to seeing. Certainly when Mike McDonald was named the defensive coordinator, coach was with him. Harbaugh was with him. When when uh, Munkin was named the offensive coordinator, he made, a, I believe, a statement before then allowing Munkin to take over and answer all the, the questions. What do you make of the fact that, I mean, was Harbaugh just busy? Why was he not at the Zach or introductory press conference? You know, that's a good question. There's a lot of speculation to be had. I like how you just leave that one up for me. And I was like, speculate away. That's right. that's I, this right. is the only thing I'll say is that it is now 2024. Mm -hmm. And John Harbaugh is only signed till 2025. Whoa, hold on. Now, why are you bringing up John Harbaugh's contract? Because maybe this is a way of John. Like, look, maybe this is a make it or break it for John. And this is yeah. also a way of John saying, you know what? If you're not going to commit to me. Then, like, it's like Lamar showing up, not showing up to the voluntary stuff. You know, oh, Lamar... so this is his coach's holdout. I don't know, but it comes to mind, certainly. Okay. It's one of the things you could speculate about. Okay, one thing. You could. It's okay. one, the other thing is John could simply be on vacation. He could just be he, PTO. And he, he was like, hey, I already had this planned trip. I've right. been planning it with the wife for a long time. Zach, you got this, right? Yeah, I got this. Could be but, that simple. But it does strike me as odd, Glenn. You're absolutely right. He's odd. 31 years old. 
He this is his first time as a DC in the NFL. Mm-hmm. He's certainly been around the Ravens and the media members know him, but it just seems weird that he would leave them there, figuratively speaking, naked to the media mm-hmm. without John being there. It's odd. I don't odd. know if that was planned, unplanned, or not, but I don't know. Part of me thinks that somebody's not happy. Is wow. All I'm wow. I, I'm hopeful. That John was just incredibly busy, whether he's on vacation, whether he's doing other interviews or, or, or maybe he's or, on senior bowl. I don't know. Yeah. He could be, yeah, he could be not even in the state. I mean, it could yeah. be, it could be, I think I'm pretty sure the senior bowl is over because. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah. It is over. It, See, it, looks, I'm trying to create alibis for John. He was at the river. He was at the river, right. right? Like yeah. I'm creating alibis for him. That's right. Something I, I, I just, I, it struck me as odd, but we're not going to dwell too much on that. We're going to get into some other things. The one thing I will say that was pretty evident throughout, and, and I do think it matters, Zach Orr loves the Ravens. He believes he purple and black. He said it himself today. You know, when when he rose to the the superstardom of, of a second all-pro second all team, I mean, that that's pretty insane coming from where he came. And then to as soon as he got to that mountaintop, he told that he has to hang up his cleats and hang up his helmet. I mean, I got to imagine that could put you in a pretty dark place. But this organization, the the staff, all the way up to Steve Bashotti, the owner, would not let him hold his head down. He said it himself that he got a phone call from from Steve Bashotti saying, "Look, you wanted to get in coaches, get your ba- your butt back up here, get get into this coaching staff, and and let's start your second career." He loves the Ravens, Jimbo. He loves this organization. He had an opportunity to maybe. Go with it, see what it's like in Green Bay and become the defensive coordinator there where he interviewed, but he chose to stay here. Do you think it matters, Jimbo, to your performance, whether you like where you're at? A hundred million percent. Yes, absolutely does. And uh, I think, yeah, it's only going to, not only that, but one of the things I think is important, and it's funny because it says, the people say this all the time in the corporate world, we, we promote from within, like that whole Mm-hmm. stupid tagline that people say all the time. But I, I think that knowing that he has a path forward potentially here, not to kick anyone out, but like that he will be rewarded um, is, is, is a big deal uh, as well. So yeah, look, he's seen the other side that the grass always isn't greener. He's, you know, he went to the worst of the worst, probably the worst coaching stint in NFL history in one year working under urban Meyer, if I'm not mistaken in Jacksonville. And came crawl, crate came running back real quick mm-hmm. with his tail between his legs and was like, John, you know, I don't know how that whole went. I'm sure the whole thing went. I'm sure John was happy to bring him back. My point is that he learned in that short stint that was probably in all actuality less than a year that this is not for him, that, that being at the right place matters, right? Not just mm-hmm. a title. So uh, I'm, I'm glad he had, he learned that and, and got the title now here in Baltimore anyway, where he, I'm sure I always wanted it. But I also want to say this, Glenn. Something that I think is interesting about Zach Orr is that it to me, it uh I'm so excited about him as our DC because he had to have exceeded his his duty, exceeded expectations within his role, exceeded all of the expectations of the front office, not just the coaching staff, and absolutely gained uh, endearment from the players because Anthony Weaver makes the most sense in this job. He keeps the offensive, the offensive, or excuse me, the assistant head coach. And then he picks up the DC, just like Greg Roman was the assistant head coach and the OC, right? Like Mm 
it's 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 a it's an honorary title to be the assistant head coach. We obviously saw that with Jerry Rossberg. So um, being the DC made the most sense for for Anthony Weaver. I thought it was a foregone conclusion. Then all of a sudden, Anthony Weaver is now the DC in Miami. To me, the only reason he leaves and goes to Miami to become a DC is because John preferred Zach. That says a lot to me because Anthony Weaver's one hell of a coach. Very well respected. And he wanted yeah. Zach Orr instead, man. So shout out to Zach for that gets me excited, Glenn. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's not something I'm sure that was done lightly. Like mm-hmm. he had to wow them with more than just an interview. Like they saw this guy's day in and day out work ethic. They saw the type of time and energy he put into his role as the linebacker coach, as well as his role when he was a player here. Uh, but, but obviously the impress, uh, he made a, a big impression on, on the coaches and, the front office because man, 31 years old. How many guys? There's gonna be not just like one or two, like there's gonna be multiple guys, you know, on his team that are gonna be older than him, which is just mm-hmm. incredible to think about, you know, where he's coming, how quickly. The one one other thing I wanted to mention that he is he he talked about the, you know the scheme and whether or not that we'd see a a big change or or just kind of a pick it up where where Mike McDonald left it off. And he talked about that this defense has been a scheme that's been building for years and that he will continue, him and the staff will continue to evolve and grow this this scheme and this defense. So it, it made it sound like this wasn't just a Mike McDonald scheme, that this is a Ravens scheme, a scheme that's worked collectively together by all the coaches, including Harbaugh and Anthony Weaver and and guys like Chuck Smith on the front end and and even, even uh, some of the new coaches, I'm sure, are already in there like we uh, – we saw they just hired former Michigan coach Doug Mallory as the defensive backs coach because, of course, they just lost their DB coach uh, to another promotion elsewhere. So I, I, it just struck me as a, I don't know if surprise is the right word, but it's like he, he made it sound like this this wasn't like Mike McDonald is taking his, his special right. notebook with all the plays and going yeah. to Seattle. This is a Ravens defense, and yeah, he was the play caller, Mike was, but this is the Ravens scheme, and that'll continue here. Yeah, you know, I do have to believe that that's true. I don't think the defense is going to drop off with Mike McDonald gone, and that is because I think one of the things, if I'm not mistaken, that John talked about explicitly when the separation between him and Wink, the the you know, when they decided to part ways with Wink Martindale, was that John wanted to have more of his fingerprints on the defense. He wanted to, to to be not just wink off to the side doing his thing, and I'm 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 gonna you know delegate that duty. It was I want I want more of a piece of this, and I like to think that some of the things you have to assume that if Mike McDonald was groomed by Harbaugh's, that a lot of his his ideology must have come from those that were in front of him, right? They were teaching him and mentoring and stuff like that. So it's fair to say that a lot of his instilled ideas principles. Uh, and, and, uh, yeah, just the way he views defense come from those guys. I mean, I think that's just logical. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I do think that this is a Ravens system. Like this is what they're doing. And I think it's something that John morphed. He doesn't take sole credit. Of course, Mike McDonald takes huge credit for that, but John is a piece of it. And so is Zach is my point. So I don't think that, like you said, the entire chessboard is now gone, right? I think John had a lot to do with the, the construction and the strategy behind that defense and and the other guys as well. So I agree. I, I'm just like the run game when Greg Roman left. It wasn't like it was going to drop off of a now the AFC championship game aside. It wasn't like it was just going to fall off of a cliff, right? But we still led yep. the league in rushing, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. Even without the great designer of all things 
uh, run ball. And, you know, I, I do have to quickly pause. I think you did say to make sure you groom your hardballs earlier. I, I'm not sure what you said about grooming hardballs. But, no, uh, I said the hardballs groomed Mike oh! McDonald. I Get you your head out of the gutter, Glenn. The hardballs. Um, he, 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 he groomed. <laughs> he was groomed by them, right? Like okay. That's, oh. that's very clear. It's That's gotcha. fair, right? Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Yeah, yeah, no, that's that's certainly fair. Yeah, I got a quick question for you, Jimbo, because I think what was, was uh, part of what everyone liked about Mike McDonald when he was here was his in-game adjustments, his ability yep. to to if there was something working for the opposing offense and was causing them to be able to drive the ball on our defense and score points, he was able to take that away at some point. And it usually didn't take terribly long. Like a lot of times, you know, we get frustrated because previous coordinators maybe would take too long to make adjustments. It would, mm-hmm. it would maybe take games sometimes, but it seemed like Mike McDonald could make the quickest in-game adjustments and force the offense into a completely different game plan. Do you can are you concerned that with the lack of play calling experience that maybe Zach Orr won't be able to do so as quickly? No, I'm actually excited about it. I'm not saying that Zach is going to be. You know what? I'm going out on a limb. Okay, mm, you ready dang. for this? Okay. Zach Orr is going to be a head coaching candidate 24 months from today. Two years. Okay. Two years, and Same I think of time for so. Months. This is why, Glenn. This is why I I, I firmly believe. That in Zach Orr. There's no way Zach should have played in the NFL if he didn't have the mind to play in the NFL. It wasn't just his athletic ability that got him oh, there. The work ethic, the, the, right? Everything. The study habits. Yeah. The, the mind to pick things up quickly. That Mamba mentality. Yeah, all the time, right? So yeah. you better believe he's he's, he's absolutely going to use that to survive as a coach, to thrive as a coach. Uh, and, and I'm looking forward to seeing how it translates. Obviously it has to some, some degree certainly had the best linebacker duo this year in the NFL. Uh, you need the horses, but also, you know, the coach doesn't, doesn't hurt. Right. So yeah, I I think he'll be able to make those adjustments because he's had to do that his entire football career where, you know, mind first body second type player, uh, because if not, he wouldn't have gotten as far as he got. Yeah. And, And, you know, he talked about playing, you know, they said like, what's your going to be your style? And he talked about violence, but the one yeah. thing he said first and foremost is that they play as all 11 play as one. And, you know, for a guy who's been in it, who's done it from the linebacker position has, has had to be one of the 11 in the trenches playing as one. I think, I think uh, it lends himself to be more open to suggestions for like, he kept talking about how that's what made Mike special is that he was open to suggest, Everyone built that defense. It was not just this this tyrant saying, this is how I run things and you guys have to you know acclimate to the way I do. No, it, it's a, we're going to do this together. I want opinions from everyone. Of course, he said the DC makes the final call and always, always will. But I, I love that uh, he's already been a part of a team and that it, it, it just tells me he's going to be more open to the suggestions of others and won't be so rigid in how he wants to do things. Because I think a rigid coach 
Yep. In today's NFL, it, it, I mean, you just yeah, you got to get out Chargers. of coaching. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think it's a good thing to be rigid in this league, and I think his his play experience will help him with that portion. Yep. Uh, we are all very excited about Zach yep. Orr. Uh, I'm really looking forward to seeing what he can do with this defense and helping it take it to take it to even greater heights. But for all of you guys that are out there, make sure you hit the subscribe button. Enjoy yeah. it yourself. Leave all your comments and thoughts below. Let us know what you think about Zach Gore. And as always, you can catch us anywhere where you listen to podcasts as well, if you're on the road or anything else. So go check us out. Mm-hmm. That's it for us. We'll see you. See you. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.